Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Welcome to another special edition episode of Something Crunchy. I am Kellen Blake. With me as always, Blair and Tyler Dressel. We have a very crunchy guest joining us tonight. He's an entertainer, concert promoter, New York real estate mogul, philanthropist, giving a great deal to the American Cancer Society, and an all-around awesome human being. Please welcome Soho Johnny. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you, Soho? Okay, we're keeping it real. Every day is a blessing and a gift. And I wake up with that mantra and uh, we go forward with that type of good spiritedness that uh, cat propels us forward. Yes, sir. Couldn't love that more. And how's life in the big city? The, the, the Big Apple is crunching away, uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't so Sorry obnoxious to do that the kinda, applause again. That kind of <laughs> slipped out. But, um, thing, things are percolating again. Uh, people are starting to feel excited and entertainment has been suppressed too long and there's been too much Grim Reaper mentality and you know, as people and as, you know, humanity, we need to smile. We need to have yes. joy. We need to feel optimistic. You know, it's the very spirit of humanity. It's a big part of what who I am and what I tried to create with the Soho Johnny platform. And uh, uh, with always appreciation, always keeping that in mind. There's always people less fortunate than us. Yes, sir. That's awesome. So you wear a lot of hats. You're big into the music scene. I understand you also started doing some acting recently as well. Yes, we've done a couple of uh, small bits, and it's kind of building up momentum now. I'll be uh, in um, Massachusetts, uh, oh gosh, in about a week and a half from the small part of the film, and uh, it's it's being it, it's it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, the, you, what, you know, the trifecta for me is once I started getting involved with the concerts and with the charities, it was like an aha moment for me. It opened up a lot of doors, and a lot of beautiful people surrounded me and supported yeah. what we did, and uh, you know, and that and that vernacular uh i just said you know listen life has its ups and downs but it's important to remember when the door is before you you know don't hesitate to go through because you don't want to look back and say i should have could have and that's a part of the, the the spirit and the passion that we have to hold inside and keep going you know within reason of course but uh you just got to be grounded but always try to you know speak to that inner child if you will because you know we're all we're all uh we're all human Damn right. Yeah, you are speaking our language yeah. right now. <laughs> so who are some of your favorite actors or biggest on-screen influences? Well, I'm going to give a shout out to people that supported us uh, uh, for the foundation that I helped found it. And uh, listen, I'm not looking to take any credit. You know, the credit goes to the people around me that helped create this. Uh, but let me help Inc. org is a foundation I helped founded when uh, I lost my mom last year to COVID. And, uh, you know, I did the same thing years ago with my dad with cancer and, uh, I just wanted to do something good to try to take, you know, everybody is going through hard times or have been affected in some way by some disease or something. COVID has been the latest thing. So I started this foundation and I I was doing shows and fundraising already. But this time uh, I I started a foundation because before I would just give a check. The benefit of a foundation is that you can give to multiple charities. They're not pigeonholed to like just for cancer, even though that's a great cause. So, and to answer your question, and last November, 
we uh, did a six-hour, and of course it was virtual because of COVID, but a six-hour concert where we had uh, entertainers uh, uh, either uh, or performers either giving shout-outs or uh, a, you know, a, a quick performance or just allowing some footage uh, for three different mandates. So I'm going to shout-out to people like uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Patrick Stewart, Cedric the Entertainer, Fred Schneider, B-52s, John Lodge from Moody Blues, Rick Wakeman, wow. and there's about 50 of them that came out and supported us in different genres of music, um, not just sticking to one genre, uh, and, and you know more some up-and-coming artists. So I'm going to give a, sh- a shout out to them because they just, you know, they were wonderful. I had a one. It was a six-hour show. One hour of, of the show was co-produced by another performer and uh, a great guy and uh, a talented guy, Andrew Cole. And he did one hour of the show, uh, hashtag I am no joke for anti-bullying awareness to raise money for that. And we also raised money for prostate cancer as well as COVID-related uh, through Department of the Agent in uh, Yonkers, New York, uh, to help people that couldn't you know, get access to food during uh, the toughest part, the beginning of COVID. So that was a blessing to be involved with that. And uh, you know, the celebrities uh, that uh, I shout out to are the people such as, such, such as, as what I just mentioned, because... They're celebrities to me in a double form of of, of, of uh, celebrity and the fact that they're giving back. Of course. So I, I applaud them and uh, that's who I'm very appreciative. And uh, it was great. Everybody gave their time. Uh, I have a great team behind me to help put it together. And, you know, it's just a, such a noble cause. And when you have people, you just, and when you put the light out there, you attract like-minded people that have the light inside them. And that's been, uh, that's been, uh, that's been my trifecta, entertainment, music, and charity. Right on. So let's get into some of these events that you put on. And you mentioned some monster names. I mean, you, Ozzy Osbourne, I've heard you say Jeff Goldblum, Patrick Stewart, Jane Lynch, Cedric the Entertainer, the list goes on. Uh, I, see yes. how, I see Howard Bloom on there too. We were fortunate enough to speak with him last week. Yeah. Um, so what is the biggest challenge when putting together events on this scale? Is it scheduling, booking talent, the fine details and problem solving behind the scenes? It's, it's honestly all of the above. And, you know, it's like riding a bike, you know, you just got to get, you got to keep everything, you got to keep your balance, you got to try to keep to a time schedule and say, listen, I'm not making light of it, Uh, it's a lot of work. But when you have the right people around and you're used to what you're doing, and, you know, kind of my mantra when I do these shows, I mean, I treat everybody like like their family. I mean, even the entertainers when I've done shows, you know, in-person shows for the American Cancer Society, you know, I have a big green room and I say, listen, it's not just a job, we're here to you know, we're here as family and we're going to make people smile. And, you know, I'm a performer myself. I'm a, I, I damp on my own car, practice choreography on the stage. I can't help myself. I'm a kid. You know, I, <laughs> I'm animated. You know, I'm singing and I tell the artists I'm singing along with them. And, you know, I've got my own stuff coming out. But, uh, you know, it's that thrill. That. I mean, yeah, I mean, this, I was I was a um, very nervous kid and was brought up in, you know, in the melting pot in the city and, you know, in Manhattan and also the boogie down Bronx back in the day. <laughs> and, but it was a blessing because you see people from all walks and ethnic backgrounds coming together and working together. And I, to, to me, I consider that a, a, another education, if you will, yeah. in the positive, you know, form of, uh, of, of, uh, humanity. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work, and, but it also could be a lot of fun, and you just kind of keep it real. And also just keep it, you know, it, it, sometimes things don't, things don't go exactly according to plan, but you have people that are out there, and you just, and, you know, you have to come from, 
you know, and, and this is another value of entertainers, okay? Because especially when we're on, we're on a road show, they're on the road and they're doing performances and they're doing a tour. Yeah, you, know, you wake up, you know, you pull your back or you, 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 something happened where you're not in the best mood. They got to go out there and still put on their A show, you know, to be fair for every, all their performances, right? So yeah. that's a big part of it too. So, you know, and I try to keep, you know, some, everything uplifting everybody around me. that's and maybe that's part of part of the secret source that i can answer your question with i think you put so. everybody in that right frame of mind and you know they're enjoying themselves too it's that umbilical cord and connecting to the audience that positive energy getting back putting some people out of out of you know taking them away from their lives for a couple hours and laughing and smiling and dancing yes. i mean you know music is the tie that binds that binds us all there's no politics there's no nothing it's wonderful transcends all language you're very humble. You must know that. You're very humble. You, you deserve more credit than you give yourself. Uh, are events moving forward going to keep a virtual element, you think, as we integrate back into live entertainment and going to shows? Well, listen, the whole industry has been pivoting towards more technology, such as it's affecting every industry, right? Certainly entertainment. So we already had this coming. Uh, the pandemic just catapulted it, you know, right up front now and as far as streaming i mean i didn't know what zoom was until the pandemic came myself you know <laughs> and everybody's zooming or streaming and everything just to have a conversation but uh it, it's it's going to be a big part it's a big part of what we're doing you know we're getting we're getting really really speaking to the technology for shows that we're doing and we're collaborate collaborating with some great people uh, we've got another exciting project coming on that I can't talk much about now because it's kind of a little bit still in the works, but I will drop it on your show. You know, just mm. vis vision something that we're connections with all around the world. Something akin to something like a Live Aid or We Are the World coming. Wow. And I've been invited to be part of that. And that's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. And, and again, it's just having, you know, like-minded people that are optimistic and are keeping the line on for everyone else, such as all what you guys are doing with your show. I love it. The crunchy show. Yeah. I mean, you're keeping the line on just by having this show, you know, oh, this is, so this nice really counts. That. And this, yeah, it resonates with people, right? And people, and social distancing does not mean social isolation, right? It's just the opposite. Now's the time that we have to outreach and feel for people. And, you know, you never know what somebody's going through, but a simple uh, putting a smile on some elderly lady's face as you walk down the street is a simple thing, but, you know, puts that positivity, that positive energy out there. Yes. All right. Quick question. What percentage of New Yorkers do you believe feel that way and think that way? You know what? I think the majority of people, I mean, we're brought up to say, you know, get a job, nine to five, conformity, things like that, and certain goals, get an education, work hard, make money. And that's fine. It has its place in life. It's a necessary part. So, but I think what happens is that many people, they become numb, you know, especially in big cities like New York. Yeah. They become numb because they're just, you know, narrow-minded. They got blinders on. And so part of the, you know, what, you know, what I try to do, you know, is try to t turn the switch in them, so to speak, and try to just get them to have let their hair down, let that just to get to that other part so they can feel and just get them away for a couple of hours at, at a show or even a virtual event, uh, you know, or something interactive or anything, you know, you're going to find a common denominator. Music is a common denominator for so many of us. Yeah, it certainly is for me. I mean, you, 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 you know, if I hear a song or maybe if you hear a song, you know, all of a sudden you're, 
back in time like a time machine, right? You remember the song being played with your mom when you know when you were a kid, or you kept right playing that record over and over and drove everyone crazy, or it could be your first kiss or whatever. So, you know, I think it's a little bit numbness. I I I, I think it's most people, you know, I, I I'm a I'm a positive person. I believe in the positivity of people, but I think. Uh, you know, you just got to, you know, you got to stick to it. You don't know what people are going through, you know. And the thing is, you know, the key is for all of us, we're all come from the same cloth here is, uh, you know, love yourself, but not, I don't mean in a selfish, narcissistic way, but love yourself, accept yourself, forgive yourself and come from that, sit there, come from that place inside yourself when you relate to other people. So uh, that's what, you know, kind of like I, my outlook, how I look at it. But yeah, so I think, you know, there's people that, uh, you know, a little bit down, whatever, but I think a lot of it is just, uh, I see that turning around because there's a lot of positivity. There's Definitely. so many great things that are happening now. And this New York uh, went through, you know, went through its trials and tribulations and it's all coming back. The parks are getting full, you know, people are more cautious and they should be, but it's, uh, it's you know, it was, you know, we got a black eye, but guess what? I believe in the resilience of, of our population and people. I believe in that. And I believe it's, it's, it's going forward. So well said. I think a lot of people needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. You have my heart, Soho. Yeah, you got some <laughs> great vibes coming off yeah. of you. You can find Soho Johnny everywhere, by the way. Even these after parties for the Grammys and the Oscars. Let's uh, let's peek behind mm-hmm. that curtain a little bit. Well, I mean, just tell us which after party gets more wild and why the Grammys. <laughs> well there's the after party and there's the after after party right like you, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> you know it gets, it gets wild there's a night goes on I guess and uh, it's a little bit more selective taste but listen everybody is entitled to do as they feel uh, as long as you don't hurt somebody else the house of Soho John is open to everyone under those auspices <laughs> but uh, you know and, and listen it's, it's, it's you know it's just the fun the nature the Grammys you know the the after party with the Grammys was great. There was some uh, entertainers that, uh, you know, and then, you know, they have the breakout areas and, you know, different areas from different uh, types of music or different type of artistry that have been nominated or, or won and, and they're performing. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a fun time, you know. It's just the people are just, you know, it's just, it, it's just, you know, it's a celebration of life. So, you know, then, and, and of course, there's breakout parties as you go throughout the night, you know, and, See how long you can stay up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So just tell us who's someone we would be surprised to find out they were really fun to party with. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) I know know we're putting you on the spot. Well, there's so many different, uh, you know, um, you know, we could pick up Fred Schneider from B-52s. I think he's, you know, he's got a great personality. He's, 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 He's great sense of humor and, uh, uh, you know, and I think of him, and I also think of, you know, because I did a classic disco show. I've done that for a couple of years, and I used to raise money for American Cancer Society. I may do one, another one this this year. And uh, I had, it was an all-day festival, and I had uh, all the classic disco greats from that whole time era, that type of music we had. Tavares, Heat Wave, Harold Melvin's Blue yeah. Notes, Instant Funk, Double Exposure, Fonda Ray, Sharon Brown, Terry Desario. Uh, 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 Planet uh, Planet Patrol, Jimmy Bohorn, and these are all disco people and bands. And uh, we had uh, Constantine uh, Morales. Okay, he's not really disco, but he's we know him from Rock of Ages and yeah. wonderful voice. 
Uh, and then we had Monty Rock III, who flew in from Vegas. And uh, he, uh, he is, I call him my Mr. Magnificent. Uh, for those of the audience that know Monty Rock, I mean, he used to be on the Johnny Carson show. He's been on Howard Stern show. He did that song. He, he was the DJ in Saturday Night Fever, okay? Oh, and, he, okay. and he was, you know, he did that song back in the day, Get Dancing, Disco yeah. Tex, and the Sex Olettes. And the, I know exactly he's very, very, Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you're dealing with entertainment, you know, the, you know, entertainers are used to putting themselves out there, right? And they're used to exuding that personality or that type of, you know, it's almost like sometimes some of them are still performing, because yeah. it's just kind of how they are. And some of them, you know, they could turn a switch. So everybody's different, you know, to answer your question with that. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, we, I, I was supposed to make a, a red carpet uh, party in L.A. Uh, about a month ago, and I just uh, couldn't make it. Uh, but, you know, there were so many rockers there. And, uh, you know, it was just great, you know, great famous bass guitarist like Leland Squire and yeah. you know he's he's hilarious he's a wonderful guy he helped support us on my November show and you know he has a you know he came out with um, a, a, a book okay I forgot what it is um, everybody loves me I think that's the name of it <laughs> I will make everybody laughs he has celebrities from all over in the book, and all it is is a picture of them flipping him the bird, you know, with the finger. You know? <laughs> that's the whole book. <laughs> and uh, so that's, you know, he's funny. We're probably going to do trading cards out of it. But uh, Oh, that's great. Hey, you my friends Fred Schneider. We love Fred Schneider. B-52s, right. that, that was a great answer. It was awesome. Uh, let's talk about yeah, Soho yeah. at Night, your new show, focusing on celebrities <laughs> who give back. Well, Soho at Night is... Uh, uh, very, very exciting. It's imminent. We're probably going to start shooting in about a month or two. Uh, and uh, the basic premise is, uh, I mean, my family's background for 100 years, going back maybe five generations, is actually in Soho. You know, my grandfather started 100 years ago, whatever it was, a poor man to try to make a living. And he started his business in Soho. And we're still there. We still have properties and we still you know, rent out places and try to help people, uh, you know, re with experiential events and retailers or pop-ups or, you know, mostly all commercial. And uh, Soho at night, uh, we're going to be filming it uh, probably, you know, in a few different lofts here and there. And we're going to have performers, comedians, and uh, I'm not going to go over the names now and keep that somewhat of a suspense surprise. But uh, again, I'm very, very flattered people that have, uh, come and uh, approach us that are interested in being on the show. And, you know, I, I can't give too much of the premise away to answer your question, except that it's going to be a little bit different from like any talk show. This is terrible. I'm laughing. I can't share a lot of these things, but it's, I mean, I'm the host of the show and I've got some, uh, it's going to have a lot of different interesting aspects like this. It's going to be a little bit eccentric, a little bit on the edge, but it's all, you know, and part of it's going to be devoted to let me help Inc. Of course, always, they always keep, you know, the ch a charity and everything I do and everything I touch because, you know, it's just my belief. Uh, and, uh, uh, it, it, and it's going to be a very, very interesting. It's got like a few different twists. Uh, uh, you know, I'll be walking around uh, and uh, a few different surprises. We're behind curtain number one, curtain number two, curtain number three. <laughs> right. That sounds so amazing. <laughs> and and yeah. tell us more about Let Me Help Inc. Tell us about where that started. And Well, I think, you know, it really kind of like, as I said before, um, you know, I, I 
was always somewhat indirectly involved with entertainment, not directly, and had a real estate company since the 1980s, and it's still around, as I just said, Pep Real Estate, P-E-P-RealEstate.com is our website. But um, I think, you know, 27 years ago, my dad died from cancer. And I, I was already start doing some shows, and I was doing this, but you know, I wasn't didn't really take it up a few notches until, you know, and my dad died. I said, you know, I said, I'm just gonna take, you know, channel this energy because you know, death is part of life. It makes life special, right? Because we all know that we're here for a limited period of time, and I wanted to channel energy positively. So that's when I started doing events and. I brought in, you know, high-level artists to help support me, and I raised money for American Cancer Society. So that was the timeline, kind of the beginning years ago, as I was doing this, chug chugging along. And uh, as I said earlier in the show, COVID took my mom last year, okay? And in the same kind of vernacular, thank you, thank you, but in the same vernacular, it was towards the beginning of COVID uh, uh, when we, we didn't have the medicine that we have now. And I, and I had this on the shelf because I wanted to have a foundation rather than just give a check and have something so I could pivot myself. And, you know, not just me, just people around me. Yeah. And because uh, nobody owns a, a foundation, you just put it together and it's really like a public entity and you just manage it maybe uh, with your board. And uh, I, I started uh, after mom, I said, let me try and do something to feel, you know, try to feel a little bit better in her name and everyone's name that's been affected, right? So I had this, I started the letmehelpinc.org, uh, the foundation, and i you know, starting to do shows and, you know, Soho Night will, will, will give something to it. And uh, uh, we've got, uh, you know, one of my mentors, John Valesco, what a wonderful man. Uh, blessed to have him. Uh, he made a suggestion uh, for one of the artists that signed to us because we represent artists who's called Animazix, that the band Animazix, like the Sierra Brutus, Rudy Salzo and the boys. Fantastic. They were doing great in Japan. We helped bring them over here to the States. And we said, you know, John and Ted told me, you know, why don't we do a show that we're planning now and raise money for Camp Marcella which is in New Jersey, and it's a blind children's camp, okay? And when he said that, it kind of like, you know, blind children's camp, I said, it hit me right there in, in the heart. <laughs> of course, we got to do that. So we got that in the works. And, and, you know, it could be for any noble cause. That's the beauty of it. Because charity could, uh, could be uh, needed in any, in any manner, shape, or form, as we see it. And, uh, you know, charity could be very simple. And, and, you know, we're all role models to each other, right? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter who who or what you have or what you look like. You know, you, you can make a little bit of a difference, no impression how you relate to the next person. So let me help us. I born with all those things. It was just kind of parallel. It, it, it came into its own and it just made sense to do it. And, and uh, you know, we're just, uh, you know, any good cause that we come across, we're going to combine it with entertainment. And uh, we want everyone. We're gonna have a great time. I'm gonna have a great time because yeah. you know that's that's <laughs> you know it's 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 you know it's just fun to be able to do that and uh, that feel good moment. Uh, you know it, it becomes contagious. Man, so well, you are doing some wonderful things, and the world is a better place because you are in it, my friend. Well, thank you for saying that. But again, I I, I don't want to take the credit. It's just uh, I'm just surrounded by some beautiful, beautiful people and artists, whatever that. Uh, I mean, like the breadth of love is spoken in the language of musical expression. And uh, that's right. 
the, you know, it's all about a tribe and the company you keep, how, how far exactly. your connections reach, and yeah. you know, who that's you great. meet along the way, and who's special to you. And it, and it helps exactly. when it helps when you are in the center of the universe too. I mean, people travel from all over the world to New York. We've been there several times ourselves. I mean, they come to visit the place that you know best. If you'll indulge us, I'd like to. Uh, get your take on some of the best in the area. I mean, how do we have Soho Johnny on and not talk about the best of Soho? Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> l- l- let's end on a fun segment that we can call how to Soho with Soho Johnny. All right. So these will be just very quick. First thing that comes to your mind, very easy, no pressure. Where in your opinion is the best place to get a slice of pizza? Uh, famous Ben's pizza, 177 spring street corner of a spring and Thompson. And they, have a, they have a kick butt. Sicilian slice of pizza. You, you, you got to try go. it when you're there. <laughs> locked and loaded. That was ready <laughs> to go. Love that. All right, best. Yeah, it was best ready pl- to go off the show. Yeah, well, it's best place to see a show, <laughs> or you know, or or a concert. Where's the best oh, venue in the area? Boy, you know, I, it, it could be anywhere. I, I can't pick just one place because one of the beauties is that you know, in, in some of these side blocks, they have uh, performing arts theaters and. You know, the Roundabout Theater was was one I used to. Uh, and there's so many different ones. The Roundabout Theater has, um, I believe, they have. Um, well, it's not really Soho; it's Uptown, but they have this space yeah. that was the old Studio Fifty Four. Nice, uh, cool. With so many different things, you know, we're we're doing several things now. We're getting ready to launch an acting school in Soho in one of our places, and. Uh, and tying it into the artist community and galleries and as well as the fashion uh, fashion industry. Oh, That's something that we'll be announcing sometime soon. Creative yeah. Studios, create uh, Soho Creative Studios. Hell yeah. So that, uh, yeah, yeah, Some that's going to be really stuff cool. going on. What? Yeah, yeah, it's a trip. It's a journey. But, you know, it's like I said, I encourage everybody that's listening to this to, you know, go through the door. You know, yeah. listen, you got you to work yes. at 9 to 5. You got to do what you got to do. But, you know, always keep speak to that passion, you know. Um, you know, remember, drive the bus of your life. You know, don't be a passenger and just end up somewhere when you get old. You know, try to drive the bus of your life. Well said. Yeah, that's awesome. Best Soho date spot. Ah, the best Soho date. <laughs> mm. Let's see. The best Soho date spot. Well, listen, of course, I'm a little bit partial yeah. to say that, uh, you know, there's some terraces. There's one on Mercer Street. Uh, uh, but of course, that's a place that uh, we have our hands on. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. Just right, it was, it was, it was just <laughs> rented. Uh, uh, but I think uh, you know, just because you know it's beautiful. But I think the Soho date spot, you know, um, you know, I think it's about the Czar's is a great restaurant that's been there on Spring Street, Spring and Crosby for you know many many years. Uh, Keith McNa- McNally, I think, had started it. I don't know how many years ago, maybe twenty years ago. Uh, great date spot to go there. Fantastic, great seafood uh, right there. Um, um, trying to remember. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, listen, the thing is, it's it's a historic neighborhood, so you know, you're not just walking through, you know, just any single block where there's high-rise office buildings. Exactly. You know, it, it's it, it, you know, any anything could be a Kodak moment. You yeah, know, just be a the walk would could be a fun date just like the, true. the adventure Where? along the way well but it helps to have some of this insider information well, we I have think to our know when we visit next like where are we like going yeah all right lastly give us like a just one hidden gem it could be anything a hidden gem a hidden gem 
Hidden gem probably would be um, would be um, a lot of change that's happening right now, uh, especially in the downtown area. Uh, and this, after many many years of having the whole area, I mean, believe it or not, like we're talking about Soho, NoHo, some of those areas, the zoning is so archaic in the city. So here's a hidden gem that you know there's, there's some people know, but not everyone knows. And you're an audience now. Uh, they're changing finally, and I was actually part of it, changing the zoning to make it more realistic. You know, there was artists living in buildings illegally, not, not according to code and all this stuff. And <laughs> finally, the city, you know, because of a lot of special interest groups are trying to get it cleaned up. So that's something that uh, we're going to be hearing more and more about uh, that's uh, happening soon. And uh, uh, it's, uh, it's changing. I think, listen, every city, every goes through evolution right changes yeah. is is inevitable it's uh it's part of it and you adapt with it okay uh soho has been through uh you know in the 80s it was very very bad still part of the art community but it was really big back in the 80s and uh, you know if you go years ago i mean many years ago it used to house slaves back in that it's very, very it's very interesting history but uh, I, I think soho has been there's one neighborhood that continues to evolve and it's just been a nexus as you said earlier you're right it's an international destination which kind of insulates a little bit from the rest of the world and the pandemic and the, you know the economic effects of the depression of, of the uh, pandemic yeah. but it always was a nexus of creativity i could say i've been there my whole life and it always attracts creativity high tech or high this and you know, we rented out uh, back in the 80s, like, you know, we rented out a restaurant to Grace Jones and Andy Wall used to hang out upstairs. It's all over the Internet. I mean, so I mean, cool. really, really cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So. All right. Well, I got one more for you. I got a very personal, very relevant question. Hope you can handle it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting down, but I'm ready. I could just roll it right out. <laughs> Knicks or Nets? Ooh. 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 <laughs> Tough one. Both are making well, the playoffs. This is exciting time for New York. Yeah, listen, I'm, 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 I'm a New Yorker. You know, I guess... I guess I got to go next. I'm sorry yes. for those listeners out there, you know. No, no. I'm thinking about Michael Rappaport and all of the other, uh, like, real New Yorkers that would really back up that statement. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the cool thing and the trendy thing right now is the is Brooklyn. And, you know, they have all the players. They're stacked. But, I mean, there has to be so many people that have been waiting so long that are excited to see the Knicks in the position they are. They're with fourth <laughs> or fifth seed right now looking that's to awesome. make the playoffs, not even in the play-in. That's, that's really exciting. Good for the Knicks. That's exactly right. We want this. We want to rabble rouse and get people out there to have a good time and enjoy themselves. Go back to the events, whatever. Wear your mask. Whatever you got to do, feel safe. Don't be, you know, be careful. But let's get let's get the party going again. It's yes. time. Yeah. It's it's time. That's time. Let's come on, come on in. You know, any events that uh, you know, just give us a holler, send an email to us, whatever. I mean, we're happy to to, to help create the fervor. That's you know, right. we've got to have that baton swinging because you know, life is a beautiful experience. Just have the right glasses to see the light. Yeah. Absolutely. So well said, and it has been such a pleasure to have you on. You can find more info on Soho Johnny and his upcoming shows at SohoJohnny.com. Thank you so much for joining Thank us, and I very much well. hope that we could talk again sometime. 
Well, thank you, everybody, for having me. And again, shout out to everything for that, that the, the three of you are doing and keeping the line on for everybody. Every day is a blessing and a gift. Oh, <laughs> You're you such a beautiful much. person. Thank you, Soho. Take care. Thank you again Thank so you, guys. Much. Thank you. Be blessed. You too. Be well. That's a very cool guy yeah. and a high-quality human right there. What a great heart. Oh, Totally. It was nice having Soho Johnny on the Crunch cast. And you know he's a blast, too. You know, like... You know what this show was missing? A serious piece of New York. Yeah. <laughs> we did need that. Slice of New York City pie. Well, you will not believe some of the guests that we have coming up on the Crunch cast. You wouldn't believe us if we told you, in fact. No. Uh, I'm beyond excited for the next few weeks. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to check out somethingcrunchy.com where you'll find every episode, our links for social media, and the Almighty Crunch Store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. If you're feeling frisky and think you're ready for the Something Crunchy <laughs> Facebook group, you're not. But come on over anyway. It's the most fun you can have with your pants on. <laughs> this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. And be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. I love it. The Crunchy Show. That's rock and roll. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, don't ever forget. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. Speak bulk. Do it, do it. I'm waiting for you. I know. Oh, I'll bring you some. Okay. Holy shit, that was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Dink, dink. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, (laughs) you were supposed to do this. I'm going to bring us in. And then you just go, smash? Come on. As always, (laughs) babe. Always. (laughs) How do we want to do this? Okay. Just okay. give me each the other. three, two, one. All right, all right. I'm gonna read you this last part here. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. It's actually pretty good. It's actually-